All right, and here is our part two of our sleep podcast. We're telling you how to get better sleep, why to get better sleep, Mm -hmm. how sleeping is going to make you lose weight, all the things. Yes, stay tuned to the end, and welcome back to part two. You're listening to the Ideal Balance Podcast. I'm Shayna. And I'm Vanessa. We're bringing you coaching, strategies, and real talk on everything fitness, family, and finance. Yeah, we are. Let's do this. And then there's bad light. It's very, very bad, Vanessa. Yep. So if sunlight is our great sleep ally, then, of course, we need to consider all other light. It's our enemy. It's awful. Yep. So you have to be intentional about how much light is in your room while you're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting. The eyeball contains 1 billion working parts. That seems like a lot for a very small organ. Yeah, and and what did you say earlier? It's so crazy by design, right? (laughs) But it can sense everything. And um, I believe that, though, because when I'm trying to sleep, if there is any light, I have to 100% black it out. And my son, his light has a blackout, like where you don't even see the time. Mm. It'll shut the whole thing off. But then like 30 minutes before his alarm goes on, his light naturally yep. slowly yeah. starts getting brighter and brighter. Which mimics the sunrise, yep. which is perfect. Yep. yep. Um, so your your eyeballs can, cont- can um, contain all of those parts, which is important. Um, and I know as a parent, I was shocked that I was doing everybody a disservice. Like I thought I was being a good parent, right? I got everybody the nightlights and they were really cute. Or so, well, every, I mean, what parent doesn't have a nightlight in their kids' yeah. rooms to start with? I mean, and then my son was like, get that out of here. I cannot deal with that. I'm still working on my daughter. She's my scared of the dark person. It's okay. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, but it's a, it's messing with your sleep, right? Um, and so there's a lot of stuff in here that you don't need to know. But you're, <laughs> like, we said, like we said about the sunlight, how it triggers cortisol mm-hmm. to start. If even through your eyelids, your eyeballs can sense that there's light. Which means to your eyeball and your brain, there's danger and I have to be aware. So you can't be as restful. You can't sleep. You're always kind of sleeping on edge, even though obviously it's a nightlight for safety, but your brain doesn't know that when you're sleeping. Okay. So that's kind of the the deal. Um, And, you know, so there's things you can do. Like Vanessa, you can have a cave, get rid of the nightlight, have the dark curtains, block i mean there should be no electronic devices in your room anyway no i just think it's important even if you have like a little red light on something that yeah again i am not a fan of having a lot of electronics in your room um like your routers and all that that should not be in there but if you have light in there please make sure get like a little black tape or something Mm -hmm. and just cover it up so that way your room can be if you say like your sanctuary a very dark place so your body can get the right amount of sleep the right way. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, so the other thing is sleep mask. I didn't um, think about oh, that. But yeah, now but, your daughter has one. Yeah. And I actually kind of want to get one for this reason because my, you know, and I, I don't, I, we might talk about it later in the podcast, but um, I was already a bad sleeper and then I had kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I shouldn't say bad, light, very light um, sleeper. So anything can wake me up and... So I'm thinking I might, I might want one of these sleep masks because maybe that'll give me a chance to yeah. not notice what's going on. But anyway, yeah, my daughter's using the sleep mask that Vanessa's daughter gave her and she's so cute in it. And I'm like, maybe I'm going to get one. But what I thought that's such a easier way mm-hmm. than to try to get rid of all the lights and get rid of, get or it's a budget friendly as well. Right. Budget yeah, friendly. Sure. Like you can do that in five seconds yeah. and then work on the other parts. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. 
So then what's next? Obviously, watching what you eat and drink is new. We were going to talk about that. That's important. Um, And like I said before, a lot of times people are like, well, none of that affects me. The the caffeine doesn't bother me. The beef doesn't affect me. I'm like, you're lying. You just don't know it. You just don't know that you're lying to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we like to tell people like, and and you may not be as in tune with your body yet. Okay. Because you eat a lot of dairy and you eat a lot of beef, like Shane right. says. You're not getting a lot of sleep. You're not getting sunlight. So you're just you, always kind of feeling bad and you don't realize it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you don't know the reason why. Like, this is just who I am. Well, no, actually. Um, and we actually have a client and she was saying, you know, we have two clients in the same class. One is really starting on her, like, this is the beginning of her fitness journey. The other one is, this is, she's always been really good at eating. And, you know, the good one always says, I can feel when I do this and I can feel she's in tune with her body yeah. very close. And the other one's like, I'm, I'm not there yet. And she knows it's coming and she's yeah. looking forward to the, to the time when she can talk to her body basically yeah. and yeah. have conversations with it and know what's going on and when it's happening and why. And, and yeah. this is another one of those, like you, the, what you eat and what you drink determines hugely. Is that a yeah. word? Can I make that up? Yeah. Um, the, the amount of good sleep that you get at night. Yeah. Yeah, and my example is when um, after I had the third child, I decided to finally lose the weight from all three of them. I wish it was just for the one baby, but it wasn't. And I got really healthy, and um, like, and I was just naturally not eating gluten, not eating beef, not eating dairy, any of that stuff because I just wasn't right. And then I decided since my husband was deployed for the whole year, I just deserved Vanessa to go out to eat once a week and not have to cook or do dishes for all three kids and myself. And that was actually, in some ways it was great. It really was like my body. I was definitely not, I was probably not eating enough, especially since I was still nursing. But, uh, so I got a lot of backfill from like, my body was like, Oh, we're good. But then I noticed all of a sudden every Tuesday when I went, I wasn't sleeping well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't notice that. But then, yeah. And then I was like, I read this article about how tough beef is and I'm from Texas. So I was like, I don't believe you. And then I was like, oh, it's all coming together. I'm not sleeping every Tuesday. Every single Tuesday I didn't sleep because my body was not was no longer or I could feel how horrible the beef was to digest. It's just so rough on my mm-hmm. stomach. And I was like, dun dun dun. So anyway, but my point is I ate beef my entire life and I never would have put that. I and mm-hmm. I I still really hesitate to say it because I feel like it's and I'm gonna get my Texan card taken away, but it's it's true. It just is like, it's hard on a digestive system. And a lot of different things are, you know, and everybody's different. Like pork is also something I can't really stomach. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to want, I really want to eat pulled pork, but every time I do my, for days, yeah. I'm just in pain, not even like whatever. It's not like one day it's pain. Yeah. Vanessa. No. And like my dad is watermelon. Like he cannot even what? look at, can't even look at watermelon. Like it just messes with him so bad. And so you have to think about, um, is it worth it? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what's the opportunity cost for right. you? Right. Well, and even if it is worth it. So for me, I would still say that those burgers were worth it at that time in my life, but it's like, don't do it very often for the love of God, if you value your sleep, yeah. right? Like do it. Or maybe earlier in the day. Yeah, so your body has more like for lunch. So your body has more time right. to digest it instead of yeah. doing it at night. Yeah. So if you clean up your diet, you'll notice. And I, I think the other thing is about tea like or uh, caffeine. Like people think it doesn't bother them. But, I mean, it's just science, guys. It's just science. So if you have amazing sleep and you feel very rested, I won't bother you. Yes. If you don't, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. <laughs> Which is apparently, according to statistics, like 80% of people. Yeah. You know, so there, and that's not something that we've really touched on. There is quality of sleep and quantity. 
So you may be laying in bed for eight hours, but are you getting into deep sleep? Right. Are you actually doing the things? That's the, like that deep sleep mode that a lot of us are not getting into. So, all right. So some things to consider here, eat as clean and naturally as possible. Have a caffeine cutout time, which is probably really important. Cut off. Yeah. (laughs) Or cut off time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um, Don't eat or drink other than water any later than three hours before you go to bed. That is, that's going to be a game changer for you. And like I said, when you wake up feeling so much better, um, you're going to, you're going to want to implement that more and more. Yeah. Um, All right. So number four is temperature control. So you sleep better when it's cold. That's just all there is to it. That's nice. Um, Isn't it? We live in Florida. (laughs) We're never cold. Anyway. um, But anyway, it's tough to manage. We understand that. And it's also not necessarily inexpensive to manage, right? But um, it is a very simple way. And and it's just science, guys. um, So you have different options like wear less clothing. Yeah. Get lighter blankets. Turn the AC down. Use a fan. Um, We have, they have those things called chili mats that you put under your mattress now or under, I don't know where you put it, but. A chili mat? Uh, yeah. I need to know about Or coolie mat, chili mat. So for my daughter. Yeah. It And it will make your, and you can put it for just one side of the bed for mm. you or your spouse, whoever needs it. Yeah. Like we, one of the people that we follow, she needed her husband to, she, her husband got a chili mat and a weighted blanket. And she's like, I'm finally sleeping oh, <laughs> yeah, between yeah. those two things. He's just sleeping so much better and she doesn't need it, but it helped him. So you can, you, anyway, those are just different ways to control the temperature. Yeah. Right. And that's an easy, again, easy fix. Yeah. Okay. So another one that kind of really goes without saying is being active. Just just be active. Mm-hmm. You need to have earned. Uh, there's this earned your, earned your rest, right? Yeah. And a lot of times in our modern world, it's like we said, it's not very natural. Your brain might be spent, but your body is not spent. Mm-hmm. That's why you're not sleeping. So yeah. you need to be active. Period. And we story. Yeah, yeah, we know. Like if you're working out, if you're active, like we talked about earlier, you're going to sleep better. Yeah. This is not. There's no surprise to this. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so push your body throughout the day. Um, and I think, so, you know, the little list is a workout, a walk, a chore and a, and a recreational sport or all of those, mm-hmm. <laughs> or do all of those every day, which is a lot. Yes, we know. But what, what are you doing with your life? Otherwise, like what's better? Like if you're playing sports with your kids or your spouse mm-hmm. or whatever, just, and not like serious, but you're just kicking the soccer ball yeah. or whatever. You went for a walk with, who, with the person that you love or a friend or whatever you, you had to like, you know sweep the floor or whatever, like vacuum, like, and then obviously get a workout. Like those are there. It's not a lot of time, but, and they're all good for you and good for your life. Right. Always be active and productive at the same time. Yep. So, okay. And then get on a schedule. Hello. Like if you have the ability, you need to have the same sleep schedule day after day after day. That is the natural way your body wants to be. And some people don't have a choice, but if you have a choice, this is non-negotiable if you want to improve your sleep. Yep. Again, you're building trust back with your body when you're doing this and your mind. Like if you can get on a regular sleep pattern, um, your body is going to know when to shut down mm-hmm. and when to wake up naturally. And you are going to feel better when you when you wake up. And um, you're, again, you're creating a rhythm like right. in your daily your daily life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's getting on a schedule, but it's also really getting on a routine. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a lot of parts to that. So um, a lot of people talk about different senses, like simulating different senses for different parts of your day. 
so like if you're going to start work, you might use a certain essential oil mm-hmm. that makes you feel productive or whatever. But the same goes for at night. Like I have a lavender pillow spray that if I'm really feeling good and smart, I'll put that on there. And it, and then also like turning on the fan, the noise, right? So everybody has their different, Vanessa puts on her socks. Like you're, you're teaching your body. Yep. Like we're getting ready for bed yep. and there are different cues that you can set up. So think about what those might be for you and kind of go through those bedtime routines for yourself. Again, yeah. yes, it works for your kids for a reason. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what's the adult version for you? Yeah. Yeah. And give your, and allow for grace on this. Like yeah. obviously the first time you're like, doesn't make a difference. Well, duh, you have to give yourself some time to be able to implement this and mm-hmm. do it over and over. So that way your body figures out what you're, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's learning too. So you, your cognitive brain is understanding, but your sleeping body needs to understand that this is the way that y'all are going to start that process now. And so just give it a little bit, a lot, a lot for grace yeah. on that. Um, okay. And then ditch the electronics. Hello. So this is a, I guess these are all no brainers, but see how they're all going to stack together to get your sleep better. Right. Um, you know, blue light from electronics is your brain thinks of sunlight. Basically, mm-hmm. not only does it just ruin so many things, but your brain interprets it as sunlight. So it's telling your brain at night, if you're looking at your phone, hey, you should wake up. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some controls that you can change, but there's also um, blue light glasses. But mm-hmm. here's a better idea. Just don't, don't do it. it. Just don't <laughs> have it. Don't do it. You know, so like at least an hour, maybe two hours before bed, just eliminate electronics. Do something else. Like do some yoga, do listen to music, yeah. take a bath, play a game with the kids, read. Like they have these things called books instead of phones. Anyway. So there's well, a little, yeah. I would say people are like, well, reading puts me to sleep. Okay, great. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> like read a book. Yeah. Like, um, like let your brain relax and go to bed. That yeah. is a perfect routine. And pro tip. Um, so, so there's people like me who love to read. And so I heard somebody tell me, don't read nonfiction books before you go to bed. And it's not even just nonfiction. They just were, that's the only books that they read. You might watch what you read because what you read might stimulate your brain. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. so if, it, if it's a, like, and you get a million ideas for what you're going to do for business or you get a million ideas about, or, or it's like a scary book or something yeah. or whatever. So autobiographies are really good before bed because they're kind of boring, but interesting enough to read. Um, so that was just a pro tip that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, so just don't before an hour or two before bed, please try not to be on electronics. It will help you. Finally, get your mind right, right? Yeah. Last one. Here we go. So now that you've gotten rid of the electronics, you can get your mind right before bed. We kind of talked about this earlier. The first way to do this is to make sure that your bedroom is a sanctuary, y'all. I call mine my cave. It's fine. I'm really happy with it. Um, but you want it to be calming and restful, mm. peaceful, yeah. and lovely. Like some, like my kids know you don't mess around in my room, my room. You can pass through to the restroom if you need to use it, but my room is my room. It's not my kid's room. And we've talked about this on another podcast, but your room is your space. It is like the one space in your house that your kids don't have to invade and you can design it any way you want and how you love it. Um, and it just makes a difference when it's pretty and lovely. Mm-hmm. When you go to bed. Yep. And it should also not have bills, clutter, Mm-mm. paperwork, Mm-mm. computers, or other stuff that's not sanctuary cave criteria. Mm-hmm. Like none of that belongs in there. Um, and so the other, so that's just like the setting, right? Getting the setting. And then getting your mind right, consider keeping a journal by the bed. And this is study after study proves like this is going to help you sleep. Um, there's twofold. First, the first part is writing gratitude at night. It's almost like praying, you know, like, and I, I, we recommend praying before you go to bed too. Um, it just gives your brain the right thing to focus on. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a way, a great way to end. So if, you know, if you don't go to bed doing that, what are you going to be thinking about? The last thing you did or the most stressful part of your day? Or or, what you didn't get done. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was like something you said to your kids that bothered yeah, you. Like yeah. that's the feeling and the emotion that you're going to bed with. And we yeah. don't, we want to change that. Yeah. And so in, you know, maybe right before that, one thing to do, and, and if you go to cognitive therapy for sleep, they're going to have you do this anyway. So we're just giving this free mm-hmm. is write down anything that's on your mind um, that you need to think about. So, and this is really cool. So you're going to write it down, like whatever you feel like you, you need to remember for tomorrow or whatever, just whatever's on your mind, you write it down and your brain literally says, Oh, that's done. Like, like it really checks it off, even though it's not. And so you can actually have some relief. The other cool thing that it does is your brain will start to, um, think about it while you're sleeping though. It's not like a, I have to work on this right now brain thing. It's a, it's a subconscious, don't have to actually think about it thing. And so it's like double win. Like mm-hmm. you're going to wake up the next morning like, oh, yeah, I, this is easy. Or, I, I, or you know, sometime the next day you're going to be like, I thought I have a brand new idea about this or whatever. Or and, something you were super stressed about, you may not be by the time you wake up, yeah. you have to write it down. Yeah. So anyway, so write down some stuff uh, if it's bothering you. And then um, also, like like we said, talk about gratitude. You can do this in mm-hmm. prayer. You can write it down, whatever it is. But if you make that part of your routine, it's probably going to be a lot better for you to get some sleep. Yeah, for sure. Well, we hope you've loved this podcast. But we had a lot to say. Yeah, We had a lot of tips. So there are eight tips on how to get um, easier sleep and better sleep to lose weight. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy one-on-one coaching. That's where we go deeper into this material, take it to the next level and apply it to your daily life. Just head on over to myidealbalance.com and click on the get started button now. And by the way, if you did really like this podcast, would you mind sharing it with someone who might also enjoy it? You can send over a screenshot or you can send the link in any way, or you can even put it on social media. We would be so grateful. Love you. Bye. Talk soon.